Welcome, Welcome to, to Bibles and Bonnets. Hey, I'm your host, Praise. And I'm your co-host, Cheyenne. Get comfy, grab a Bible, and most of all, don't forget your bonnet for this evening's episode. Yeah, so we can pray in. Um, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for allowing us to come together once again. I pray that we get through this Bible study, each of us learning something new. And that I say everything that I need to say and that I don't forget anything. Um, I pray to Lamar, gathered your presence is here. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, how was your week, Princess, overall? <laughs> Can I hear <laughs> Yes. Can I You saw that TikTok of this girl who's checking out her hair at her job, and she's working at Walmart. And then somebody was like, Target would never. <laughs> so, uh, how was your week? Um, it's all right. Still waiting for my car. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not really in a rush with my car. Because I already go to work, too. So. Yeah. I just, yeah. I know my dad's waiting for it and stuff. Um, I just bought my books for my class. I still haven't done that. I think I'm going to try and get by without it. I was trying to find, like, you know, free PDF, but I couldn't find some of them. A few of them I found, but some of them I couldn't find. And I was like, well, I guess I have to pay, so. Hmm. So school's overall okay? So far, so good? Yeah. I mean, it's only the first week. I don't think it's going to be Wait, before you... Does your school do that thing for syllabus week where they understand that students are like switching in and out of class so they don't really start to like the following week? Yeah, some of them kind of do that. Like this, she made this one teacher, she made the assignment due on the 19th. And I was like, girl, that's weeks. Like, okay. But, um, hmm. yeah, some of the classes I'm kind of excited for. Which ones? Because, um, my honors one because you work with like Google and stuff and you get like Ooh. certified. Wait, Google's down here? Mm-hmm. I thought it was just in No, I thought it was in Cali. That's cool. I didn't know Google was down here. I'm sorry. Like it's based in Cali, but like I know like the um like we had like a professor and then she had like I guess like some people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like a list of people and like they all worked from like work at Google hmm. and like the part of the class is to get like their certification with like ads and stuff. Would you ever consider working at Google? Uh, I mean if the opportunity comes, yeah. I just know a lot of like people who need like stuff for marketing, mm-hmm. they want people to be certified with like Google ads. Hmm. Like that's like a plus. That's understandable. I mean, I feel like social media made such a big um, appearance and marketing. I never realized marketing was such a big thing for companies, like for to have a job at and to get paid a lot of money to just schedule posts and stuff, Uh especially since we grew up in the digital age coming up. So I feel like that's really beneficial to us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is why they're always looking for new faces. Yeah. It's kind of hard to like, because people ask me like, oh, like, what is marketing? It's just like kind of hard to explain because like, it's like a whole like umbrella term, kind right. of, because there's different types of marketing. 
Like, mm-hmm. there's people in marketing who do, like, a lot of math and, like, statistical stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's people who do, like, design, like, web design or whatever. Right. Or there's some people who run, like, social media posts and stuff. I don't really know which. I think I want to do more with, like, the designing aspect of it. Like, yeah, if I, I have to do, I like, see. the math stuff, I wouldn't really mind doing that, to be honest. Yeah. It's... it's- good because it has um a wide range of things that you could possibly do so it's not like you're stuck in like a straightforward like one line field you know yeah and it's with like whatever industry like it doesn't have to be like it could do with medical it could do with um, right like fashion or cosmetics exactly yeah go and do it not really like that, but I don't know. I kind of wish I was on campus a little bit because I just be seeing stuff on their social media. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. Aww. But it's okay. Mm, I, I, I can't say the same. My first week of classes was kind of horrible. Um, mostly because apparently I suck at getting out of the house on time in the morning. So that was that. Oh yeah, you heard you heard me have a mental breakdown. You were there. You saw me. Yeah. It's okay, Shay. It's just the first week. I'm good though. Um, other than that, what else happened? What else? Me Did you switch your class? Mm-hmm. I got my class. I'm taking college algebra starting September thirteenth. And, yeah, other than that, my week was kind of, like, boring. Nothing exciting happened. Right? I don't think anything happened. So, that was me. Grace? Um, I mean, my week was okay. I was just running around doing last-minute things to make sure everything was on time. Um, I went to work. Um... Working made me realize a few things, though, but I feel like my week was okay. I mainly had nerves today because of the posts I posted, but I asked Ron and Kim, and Kim to pray for me. I think I've just been going day to day. That's really what I've been doing. I think that's really that's about it. But we can get started because we're in the middle of John. I mean, Luke chapter. Oh, my God. What? But I had I had the Bible app like right next to my Zoom thingy and like it automatically started talking and I was like oh <laughs> we didn't hear it yeah the last place we left off was verse um forty five so we can read from verse forty six to fifty six read or sing read. Because I, I could sing it. You can read it. Okay. Mary's song. Okay. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. 
he has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be um, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. Okay, so first things first. So the many Christians, this song is actually called Magnificent. And Magnificent is the first word in the Latin language of this song. And this song basically, you know, represents Mary giving praise to God. And she's acknowledging what God is doing for her and what he'd done in the past. And she's and continues to do for the future. And she's basically declaring who he is. Like many times in the Old Testament, when people would sing or dance, it's basically them like giving praise to God. Oh, Lee's here. Hold on. Hello? She said they went out to get something to eat. I'm going to just have the chat open, Leah, in case you 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 need a chat. And then I'm going to just see. And Mary, and she's singing a song of joy. And Mary also humbly acknowledges that she is not rich. She's just, you know, the ordinary girl from Rump Block. She's ordinary and a humble servant of the Lord. And we know of the Lord who we know that uses Mary as the vessel to give birth to Jesus. And also I want to point out that the word fear is used in this song. A common thing that we hear today is to fear the Lord your God. And does this mean to try to run and hide in plain sight or to live in anxiety or to be afraid of him? Like as if you're in a horror movie? No, that's not what he means by fear. It doesn't only mean to be afraid. To fear God is to also have a serious attitude of someone who knows about God's greatness. So fear means more than to give fear means more than to give honor or respect to God. It shows a proper attitude to God. And these people who have this attitude toward God trust in him. They will never try to offend him and they will always try to do what pleases God. And I'm in Deuteronomy, so this is literally repeated throughout every chapter to fear God. For them to humbly serve him in obedience and to fear him. They they consistently repeat this. But to continue, um, another part of this song is that she is pointing out people who are humble ask God for help. And God provides that help. He provides for those poor people who come to him for help. He satisfies their hunger. hunger. You know, man shall not live on bread alone, being fed that spiritual bread but the rich do not want help from God. They never imagine that their own... No, they basically believe that their own resources, all the money they have is enough to satisfy themselves, to satisfy their flesh. But God sends them away with nothing because... I think this is our new connection. You're fine, Leah. Um, but rich people, as we know, like, I forgot who... Jesus was talking to that one guy and he was like, what do I have to give, Lord, to follow... To follow you and beings, no, no, no. What do I have to do? He's like, give up all you have. He was like, all I have, because to him, it not you in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone who's listening, Princess changed her background to San Francisco, so that's why I stopped midway. But the guy was like, all I have, because in his mind, he's given up all his resources, and then if he gives up all his resources, he'll have nothing. When in reality, that's not true. Just because you don't have material resources, that doesn't mean you have nothing because God satisfies that hunger. It's more than just a materialistic thing. And God loves his people and the families that came from Israel. So in the past, he has blessed them and he has been kind to them. 
Okay, he they went through a lot. The Book of Moses, the Israelites, even started from Abraham. It was a whole lot of history with the stuff how God showed them mercy. God showed them a lot of mercy, and he has been kind to them. He even made promises to Abraham and to Israel, because Israel is the name of Jacob. Jacob's name was transferred to Israel. That's why it's like the Israelites, because he was renamed Israel. And Jacob, Jacob and Esau, it just comes from just basically Abraham's descendants. So where else was, where did I stop that? Those promises include all nations and not just Israel. By Jesus Christ, God shows his kindness to people from every nation. And after three months with Elizabeth, Mary returned to her home in the Nazareth town. And Elizabeth's baby was due or either he was like, Kind of just born because when she returned by that time so it is possible that mary stayed until john's birth and probably by that time it was noticeable that mary would have a baby because remember she didn't sleep with joseph and then boom she became pregnant she became pregnant before she even married joseph you know and then joseph wasn't gonna throw her out there like oh my gosh you you ah, you scarlet you with the letter a no he was just gonna do it privately like yo listen I ain't gonna do this then the angel came and then all that changed so mary to them she done a horrible thing because in that time if a woman is pregnant before she's even getting married that means that she was she's not a virgin because usually they marry virgins to the husband to the man to the husbands so that was like a detest that would have been a detestable thing but mary had jesus inside her. um to continue um versus 57 to 66. Okay. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy and they shared her joy. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child and they were going to name him after his father, Zechariah. But his mother spoke up and said, no, he is to be called John. They said to her, there's no one among your relatives who, ha who has that name. Then they made signs to his father to find out what he would like to name the child. He asked for a writing tablet, and to everyone's astonishment, he wrote, His name is John. Immediately his, his mouth was opened and his tongue was set free, and he began to speak, praising God. All the neighbors were filled with awe, and throughout the hill country of Judea, people were talking about all these things. Everyone who heard this wondered about it, asking, What then is this child going to be? For the Lord's hand is with him. We have reached a moment where Elizabeth finally gives birth to Mr. John the Baptist. And her neighbors and relatives are rejoicing with her because after hearing that, God showed her mercy. So this is like a joyous moment. It's a great time. Everyone's happy. There's a healthy baby boy out of this elderly woman. And... In Genesis, God tells Abraham to circumcise every male in his family, and this was the rule for all his descendants. So it was required to circumcise every baby boy when he was eight days old, as says in Genesis chapter 17. And circumcision in that day represented the mark of the covenant. But of course, when Jesus came, that all changed. That's why the Gentiles were viewed as the uncircumcised. Whenever you hear, oh, the Gentiles are the uncircumcised, that's why we're viewed as that, because it's like it showed a shift between circumcision and circumcised and then how they started preaching to the uncircumcised because Jesus word was for all nations and it started spreading out. And 
We're going to talk more about that in Luke. But um, where was I? So Zechariah and Elizabeth took John and they circumcised him on the eighth day. And it was normal to give the baby boy a name from his family. So this explains why the family wanted to name the baby mm -hmm. after his father, Zechariah, who, if you remember, is silent. He cannot speak. He is a mind. He cannot... But he spent the last couple of months after we left off, after that little interaction he had with the angel, he cannot speak. He So we are a couple months down because you, you're pregnant for what, nine months? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he was just in silence for nine months. And, <laughs> and he could not speak. And Elizabeth insisted that they called the boy John, you know, the name the angel gave to Zachariah. But the family was just like, but you don't have any relatives named John. So why would we name him John? What? This reminds me of that movie, um, Eddie Murphy, A Thousand Words. Where I, I know that movie. I've never seen it, though. It's a good movie. But I saw a Did I see it? I saw the ending of it. If I watched it, it was brief because I think he ran out of words at the last minute and then something happened. Right. So that every word he spoke was would leave... A leaf fell off of the tree. Because he talked too much, I think. Because he, he talked listen. too much and he lied. And then at the end he was just he he just didn't talk at all. And he would he made he wrote righted all of his wrongs. Anyways, I just wanted to point that out. It's a good movie. You guys should watch it. Um I heard of that it. movie. No, it's a good movie. He did a really good job. Um, but yeah. But yeah, so the family's just like, why would we do that? Why would we name him John? Why would we name him John if no one in your family's name is John? It's not like she's the mom or anything. It's not like, you know. And in that in that time period, it was the father who was supposed to pick the name right. for the kid. And he couldn't even speak. And you would think because the father couldn't speak, oh, let's ask the wife. No, they're going to be like, maybe he has a group <laughs> as a collector. Yeah. Let's name the child because the wife lost Can her Can you mind. imagine that? Yeah, I would be. Having I would be a like, kid and not being allowed to name it. I wouldn't even, I feel like in those times, it wasn't even taken that way. I feel like I wouldn't even have taken it that yeah. way. I would have taken it that way if I was in Elizabeth's situation. I'm just like, name the baby John. All you have to do is just name him John. Are you sure, Elizabeth? Get out of my house. That's how I would have went to get out of my house. So, the family would not allow her to name her child John. <laughs> and no one in the family had that name which led them to be like so zachariah what do you want to name the baby and zachariah wrote his name is john as in my wife said what she <laughs> said name the child john and by doing this he obeyed the angel and god cured him now he's pre now he's talking he's speaking he's communicating and his immediate reaction was to praise god because guess what them nine months he learned his lesson i bet you won't do it again he learned his lesson mm -hmm. And everyone knew that God was at work. First of all, you see this old elderly couple having a baby. Then they saw the way how God cured Zechariah when he called his son John. That would be like the Queen of England giving birth. What do you mean? Queen Elizabeth? Have you ever seen her? That old old British lady? Oh, I was like, I'm just trying to give visual. Yeah, that would be like Queen Elizabeth just pooping out a healthy baby at her elderly age yeah you will all be like you sure she no tabloids would be like she adopted him <laughs> yeah there would be no way though so this caused them to know the fear of god and they understood that god had a very special plan for john's life now from 67 to 80 is zechariah's song you can sing that one <clears throat> 
No, I'm joking. I almost bust out in song on the last one. All right. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. His father raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of a servant, David. Yeah, as he said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies, from the hand of all who hate us. So mercy to our ancestors. Um, oh, yeah, sorry, I was going to roll. And remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hand of our enemies and to be able us to to enable and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. Alright. Oh, is it still going? So to 80, go ahead. And you, <laughs> and I, you child will be called, and you child will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, Wait. to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of a God, God with which the day spring from our high has visited us <laughs> to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death yeah. to guide our feet in the way of peace that's the song yeah so the child grew and became strong in spirit and he was in the desert, the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Israel. That is Zechariah's song. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We will be on Spotify. <clears throat> we will definitely be dropping the album <laughs> soon. All the Bible study hits will be dropped on Spotify. <laughs> you better not hold that promise. You already know. You made one promise. Let it go! <laughs> but yes. That was the song. This I hope scene, we, we tried to do it justice. I don't know. Even though he was prophesying, so we should have been there. And perform the mercy promise <laughs> to our fathers. And to remember his holy covenant. The whole history sport to Abraham. <laughs> Even though that kind of should have been it. But this scene reminds me of that one scene in Happy Feet. So I don't know if y'all ever watched the movie long enough, but it's when Lovelace has this choking thing on his <laughs> neck and this man can't speak because every time he speaks a move he's choking so they get to the part with this killer whales and the whales are throwing them back and forth because killer whales are a menace to society and there's this one point where he throws lovelace and when he throws him the thing releases from his neck and then immediately he's like rejoice and he, and he falls and then the minute he starts speaking he said be gone whales Get away from here. You've come in the midst of it. Mamola. Back up. And he's just spitting out all the words he could not say for the last 30 minutes. And he's talking. That's what this scene reminds me of. That's very accurate. That's so, that, that's very accurate. This is that's what this exactly scene reminds me of. So anyways, my man Zechariah was finally cured by God and wasted no time in praising God as he was now filled with the Holy Spirit. So many Christians view Zechariah's song as... Benedictus. 
Yes. What, what is that? So that is the first word in the song in the Latin language. So this song has two halves. The first half is dedicated to Zechariah praising God because of who he sent, the Savior Jesus Christ. And the second half is dedicated to Zechariah speaking about the work of his son, John the Baptist. Mm. So, as we know, God will rescue his people through Jesus Christ. Many people assumed that this was a political rescue. Okay, as we discussed in John, Israel was under the rule of the Romans, and they assumed that Jesus was just going to come release them from that. Like, they assumed he's going to come and be like, all right, y'all, we're going to overthrow this Roman oppression. Mm -hmm. Grab the pitchforks. I'm going to zap some angels down, and we taking it back. Mm -hmm. That's not why he came. Um, the work of Jesus was to make, sh make people free from sin and death. This work of Christ was not only for the people from Israel, but also from people from every nation. As we know, Jesus saves and he makes his people free, meaning he has paid the price to make them free. Jesus paid the price for our sins when he died for us. And Jesus has taken the punishment because of our sins. We need to repent and believe this. That's the most important thing. Then God will forgive us. We are free when God forgives our sins. And we are free because the Lord gives us gives to us a new life death cannot end this new life and this new life will never die this is what we call eternal life so Zechariah said that john will be a prophet of the most high god and it seems that there had been no na no national prophet among the jews for about 400 years so john would tell the people to repent of their sins he would tell them that christ could forgive them he's basically paving the way and even in the Old Testament, there were many times, like I'm reading like from the front, Cheyenne's kind of in the middle. So we're both, but half of what well, we're reading is still connected to each mm -hmm. other, even though she's in a whole different descendant era with Israel. And I'm kind of in the beginning, they still connected. Like um, we was in the car listening to Nehemiah and Nehemiah was talking about how the walls were broken down. And mind you, I read a chapter today that literally God told Moses to tell the people what will happen if they don't listen? And it was a detailed 70 verse chapter of curses. Mm. 14 verses of blessings, the rest of curses. And one of those things they said was that wall will break down. They will be upset that that wall will be broken down. Now, do they know what he was talking about? Probably not. But then we have mm -hmm. Nehemiah who's telling the king, yeah, I mean, the thing is broken down and stuff. And then I'm just like, there's been like at least three times that you've come to me and said, oh, I'm reading about this. And I'll be like, yeah, I'm reading about the same thing. It's just in the future. In the future. So every the prophesying. And then it did happen because the Israelites, as we know, did not listen. Even when they said a king. I didn't realize that in Deuteronomy, God literally told them through Moses what will happen if they decide to choose a king and what qualities to look for, you know? And when I saw that, I was just like, oh. And again, Moses was basically prophesying because decades or so later however long later they asked for a king lord we want a king because all the other nations have a king and we don't have a king and i remember i read that the first time i was like so who is god to you right who is god to you he must be a joke because that's what you're taking him as anyway like why do y'all need a king why do you need a king well, i read that i read that well, and i was like why do y'all Y'all push buttons. All y'all know how to do is push buttons. And then I can't even get mad at the Israelites because I'm like, are we any better than the Israelites? Because the way they don't listen, we could just be like, oh, they're wilding. But how many times have we been wilding in our lives? And we true. don't listen to God or God will tell us to do one thing. We're just like, we know what, what will happen if we do the other thing and we still do the other thing. So are we any better than the Israelites? 
the sin that we be doing. No, we're not any better. Not really. We're not any better than them. They just happen to do it in plain sight. And we just be catching on like, all right, you're wildin'. But I'm pretty sure if we was to read a book of our lives, we wouldn't be, I'm pretty sure other people would be like, what are they doing? They're wildin'. They, they, what is, they're like wildin'. Thousands of years. Not, yeah, thousands pretty sure my years. story was in there a thousand years. Someone would be like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, what you could have avoided that. <laughs> but yeah, so it was prophesied in the Old Testament that God would send Jesus many times. And the Savior would also be a descendant of King David. Mm-hmm. And as you remember, Mary and Joseph were both descendants of the family of David. So by his human mother, because again, he did not, it was not Mary and Joseph. He came from Mary. Um, Jesus belonged to the family of David because both of his parents right. was from David. And the promise to Abraham as well was that God would defeat the enemies of his descendants. Then Abraham's descendants could live in the country, which was Canaan that God had promised to them. Also, because of Abraham, God would bless all nations. Blessing of Abraham. I don't know if y'all heard that song. is a bop. And God would save his people from their enemies. And the descendants of Abraham include all who believe in the Lord Jesus. The enemies from which Jesus came to rescue us are Satan, sin, and death. The purpose of salvation is that we should serve God. And because of Jesus, we need to have no fear. He has removed the punishment because of our sins. We can be holy and we can live with God. And as we know, the child John grew up to be a man of strong character. And he lived a private life in the desert, eating locusts and honey and stuff. I don't know. And when the time came, he appeared to the people in the desert of Judah, as we will read in Matthew. He was then about like 30. It was like 30 about that time. But yeah. And that is the end of Luke chapter one. So, so any questions, princess? Uh-oh. Did you like the song? But great sticking guys. Thank you. Oh, 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 Thank oh, you. Oh. I should have did Thank the you. prophesying part because I was like, oh, is this a song or am I preaching? Abraham. <laughs> like I should have did a lovelace thing. That's what I should have did. Not a lovely thing. I should have pulled. I should have went love lace on it. Should have went love lace on it. Yeah, but yeah, that's all we have for today. I mean, if you had anything you caught from this, or if you want to say anything, if not, we can pray out. Let's pray out. Uh, We're gonna say uh -uh. something. No, I don't have. But can we talk about this cut though? Sorry, let's pray out. No, you have a nice curl pattern. (laughs) Thing. This is not my curl pattern though. It's just the. No, twist it's like out. the twist out. It's nice. It's cute, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Finally got no joke. Um, we can all bow our heads, you know, whatever. Um, Keep your eyes slanted, closed, tilted to the side. Rolled in the back of your head, like however you like your eyes to be. Um, <laughs> Father God, we just want to say thank you for giving us this day, waking us up this morning, and carrying us through this day. I'm sure that we all learned something valuable today just from being alive and serving you. I pray that you can take what we learned during this Bible study and it can carry us throughout the week and that we always keep you at the front of our minds. And until we meet meet next time, in the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. Amen. This concludes this week's episode of Bibles and Bonnets. If you enjoyed it, feel free to subscribe to us on our Spotify and Apple podcast. And stay tuned for next week's episode. Later, guys.